Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast deals with discrimination, homophobia, suicide and crimes against men and children. Please listen at your own discretion. If you are affected by any of the themes featured in this episode, please contact your local support charity. It's some sort of cabal of uh, underworld homosexuals that silenced John. Somebody who was involved in procuring young boys for the high priest in Hong Kong. And the police did not want uh, it brought out that he had a boyfriend. They wanted it to be clear that he was using prostitutes. Why should a special unit be set up to investigate homosexual-related crimes? Something ulterior happened there. Uh, it's a very famous case or infamous case. Uh, very sad for John. John McLennan was found dead in flat 410B in the Homantin government quarters. It has been confirmed that that morning he withdrew a revolver, a revolver that was used to shoot John five times in the stomach. The apartment was locked from the inside and he was alone when they found him. But there was still one thing about this suicide I didn't understand. And again, it came back to that note. One of the things that that really, I I often wonder about this case is, why didn't the Hong Kong police just do what he asked in his suicide note. Tell tell his family that he was a a good police officer, and and let the the homosexual case element keep that under wraps. Why did you, why do you think they didn't just cover that part up and just let him um, be remembered as a good police? You might not know the answer to that question. I don't know the answer. The police needed now to show that he wasn't a good police officer and that he was about to be prosecuted for crimes which made him not a good police officer and that nobody had done anything to force him to kill himself. Nobody had attempted to entrap him or bully him into killing himself. 
So they needed to um, blacken his character to some degree, and they needed to make it public. And they um, proceeded then to do those things. Um, so it was um, made known um, initially surreptitiously, but later um, officially, why he was going to be charged the following morning. And uh, some of the detail was leaked out. And uh, so it was not in the police's interest to keep those things quiet. So there was a theory that the police were trying to blacken his name. But this wasn't the only theory flying around. The city was alive with rumours. Friends would come up to me and say, oh, this is terrible what's happened to this guy. And people would believe in the conspiracy that some sort of cabal of uh, underworld homosexuals had silenced John. And I, you, I, I recall saying to friends of mine, not police, and saying... Do, do you think that if we thought, or if I thought John had been murdered, I'd be quite happy not to get it investigated? Underworld homosexuals, the type who might be involved in a paedophile ring? We return here to Duffy from episode one. Duffy, who threw extravagant boat parties on his private yacht. Parties whose guest list featured those high up in Hong Kong government and young triad boys that Duffy, as a lawyer, represented. Yet author Nigel Collett doesn't quite qualify these relationships as paedophilia. The word boy was used, as it still often is in the gay community, you talk about boys when they're my age, uh, and I'm 68, (laughs) Um, but boys to them in those days was pretty much any age. Um, So it occurs in the record, and it confuses those who are not used to that, and then they tend to focus on it nowadays, saying, oh, paedophilia. And John McLennan himself supposedly had relationships with young men, the most notable of whom was Slasher George. He met George when he was around 14 or 15, but now George is 19 or 20. And his friend John, maybe even his boyfriend John, was potentially murdered. I spoke to Nigel Collett about George's involvement in the aftermath. Slasher George uh, had been away after the new year he'd gone off to the Philippines and um, John died while he was away. Um, he'd written a couple of letters to him, which George brought back with him. And he wanted to um, he wanted to give evidence to the inquiry. And he um, used Aileen uh, as a channel, um, he thought, to, to actually be able to do that. He made an appointment with Aileen, who met him in a cafe in uh, Kowloon, and gave Aileen a lot of information about John, about their relationship, um, and also about the gay world in Hong Kong, and about the, the, the more seamy side of the gay world, the, the, the corrupt side, the triad side, the people who were exploiting um, children. And uh, that was something that Aileen um, was really quite shocked about. Um, George also said at that stage that he'd been intimidated when he came back because it was clear that somebody in the police force knew that they were together. And the police did not want uh, it brought out that he had a boyfriend. They wanted it to be clear that he was using prostitutes. So uh, Slasher George was not a good part of the story and he was told to keep away. But he went to Aileen. Aileen Bridgewater was a radio presenter with a talk show on commercial radio. She had broadcast a few interviews with Elsie too and was known to be looking into the John McLennan case. They met in a little Chinese cafe in San Po Kong, in Kowloon. The cafe was noisy as noodles and milky tea were served around them. George told Aileen of the intimidation John had experienced 
At this meeting, George spoke about the intimidation he was experiencing. He spoke about how, since John's death, he had returned to Hong Kong and was now coming up against aggressors of his own. George had selected the location. As they sat on plastic chairs in the location George had picked, he probably felt safe. But triads are known to have ears and eyes everywhere. The result of that was that uh, he got beaten up and he was in hospital um, because he'd been assaulted in the street. And he later told Aileen that he'd been assaulted by people he believed were either policemen or, or who were triads who were working with the police force, with the SIU perhaps. George wasn't the only person who suggested triads might have been involved in the case. People made much of the number of rounds around his heart, um, the four rounds, the, the, the Chinese word or the Cantonese word say, meaning death and four, um, is supposedly um, a signature of triads. Um, so they would execute people by firing four rounds into them. That was the, uh, the suggestion. Whilst George was in hospital recovering from his injuries, his apartment was empty. And at that point, the letters which he brought back from the Philippines to give to the inquiry uh, were lost. His flat was ransacked, things were stolen, and the letters disappeared. George was not a very reliable witness. Even Aileen admitted he changed his stories often. But Aileen had recorded the, the two interviews that he gave her uh, on tape, and so she handed these into the inquiry. So that aspect of John McLennan's life, the fact that he actually had a, a almost a real boyfriend um, and a long-standing one, uh, and the, the, the things that have been going on in John's flat, the intimidatory phone calls, um, Slasher George made that all clear to the inquiry. But Slasher George's name and what he said does not appear in the inquiry report. So George did not appear at the trial. And when I asked Detective Norrie McKillop about him, he hadn't even heard of him. Which is odd, considering Norrie was tasked with investigating John McLennan for the SIU. You'd think if John had a boyfriend, the SIU would have known about it. But to me, there's no doubt that Aileen was telling the truth, uh, that this boy existed, that he said what he said. So this story about George comes from a commercial radio talk show host. But then again, why would she have made up this character? Aileen sadly passed away a few years ago. But Nigel Collett knew her well and trusts her word. The proof was a rather horrible one. Um, it, it resulted in a murder. Because Slasher George had told Aileen about a character called Ian McLean, who was an Australian um, who had been an academic but had set up a business selling Chinese antiques. And he had a shop opposite the police station in Hollywood Road. Our office is on Hollywood Road. It's where I'm recording now. It's a very central location on the edge of Soho. And even today, this street is a destination for art dealers and antique shops. Ian McLean was um, named by Slasher George uh, as somebody who was involved in procuring young boys for the high-priced in Hong Kong uh, and for giving them drugs and for um, abusing them. Um, and so the inquiry wanted to in uh, interview McLean. The morning um, I, before, the day before, um, Ian McLean was due to be interviewed by the inquiry. He was found dead in his flat. He'd been murdered by two Chinese boys he'd picked up in Disco Disco. And uh, it was clear, um, looking at it from hindsight, um, that he was got rid of. Um, the circumstances of his murder were very suspicious. Um, the people who did it were very easily found and they were very lightly treated. Um, they each got three years for a, t a horrific murder. 
um, and Maclean was put away. Now, Maclean knew too much, um, but it was only through Sasha George that Maclean's name came forward. Therefore, he died because of that. And had it not been for Alien and Sasha George, that would never have come up. So it seems to me there's no doubt that Slasher George's story to Aileen was true. So this is Nigel's theory, his own conspiracy theory. Another death of a homosexual, a man who knew too much. And this time, there's no doubt it's murder. The police believed his death was a theft gone wrong and in no way linked to John McLennan's case. But if Nigel's theory is true, and there was a connection, who could be behind all this? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who would want to exert this level of harassment? To the level where someone is murdered, who's who's trying to hold back all of this information? Who do you think is was pulling the strings? I don't know, honestly. Uh, all I've heard is gossip and rumor, and my own supposition fills in some of it. But it seems to me that there were people in really high places in Hong Kong society who had a huge amount to lose if uh, the fact that they had been abusing children ever got out into the, the press. There were several other people who were on the list that Duffy had given the government, and there were a lot of very rich businessmen um, who would definitely not have wanted their name to come out, whom even Duffy was too frightened to list, um, and Duffy never did list them. But we know that they existed because the kind of people he invited on his boat during the Briggs days, Chief Justice Briggs days. Um, and there were lots of rumours um, which I think it would not be safe even now to say about some of the figures in the banking world who were involved in these kind of activities. So we're, we're looking at people at a very high level in Hong Kong society. Whilst the trial for Ian McLean was going on, the commissioner's investigation into John McLennan's case continued. The evidence at the commission was wide-ranging. It, it took almost a year to complete. With 134 days in court, 110 witnesses and a bill of over 16 million Hong Kong dollars. 
a report was produced, and in its final paragraph, Justice Yang wrote, The conclusions in this report reveal a number of defects, more in the nature of human fragility and errors than in a defective system. Um, and the Commissioner's verdict was that John McLennan did commit suicide. There was no evidence of murder, and the Special Investigation Unit were absolved. Absolved, free from guilt. The inquiry found that despite all of the press room whispers, individuals within the Special Investigations Unit were not responsible for John McLennan's death. Duffy was released from prison on the 21st of October 1980. He promptly left Hong Kong and refused to return for the inquiry. No one else on Duffy's lists was ever charged. The rumoured paedophile ring remained just that, a rumour. Aileen Bridgewater and Elsie Elliott continued to hold the belief that John was murdered till the day they died in 2014 and 15 respectively. The case was taken up by private investigators, but never could they find credible evidence to prove a case for murder. But for Detective Ian Grant, his friend and colleague John McLennan had been the centre of a year's worth of media attention. I asked him if he thought the suicide verdict was correct. I never at any time thought for one moment that he'd been unlawfully killed. And I think um, that it wasn't just me, there was lots of friends, inspectors and the police. And I really don't think as a group we would have sat back if we thought for one moment that something ulterior had happened there. You know, it was just unfortunate, you know, the way the whole thing came out. The case wasn't easily wrapped up. The suicide verdict did not put a plaster over the whole issue. The, the, the outcome was that the unit was quite rightly disbanded some time later. It was more or less shut down. But it, it resulted in huge, you know, all, all kinds of questions in Parliament, commissions of inquiry, and uh, it went on and on and on for years. But the good thing is... Um, the inquest received such a wide publicity that at least it probably woke up the government to reality and uh, stopped, well, the, the laws were changed not long after that concerning uh, the homosexuality, etc. So um, it, it did bring about a change in the draconian laws in Hong Kong. What do you think is John McLennan's lasting legacy? I think one of the most practical lasting legacies, the most important one, is the change of the law in Hong Kong on the subject of homosexuality. While the case was going on, the government found that it was necessary to set up the Law Reform Commission to investigate the law. And at that point, it was still illegal to have any form of uh, same-sex um, relationship between men. Lesbians um, were not involved in this. They were always able to do what they liked. Men were always illegal in Hong Kong at that point. The Law Reform Commission um, advocated a change of the law to make it similar to that in UK, although with an older uh, age of consent, 21 uh, in Hong Kong, they recommended. 
And finally, after a tremendous amount of opposition in Hong Kong from the churches, from uh, many of the conservative uh, groups in Hong Kong, in 1991, the law was changed. Now, the law would not, I think, have been changed in British days. And uh, if it hadn't been changed in British days, it never would be changed. Um, certainly, it wouldn't have been changed since the handover had not John McLennan died. His death, I think, was the stimulus for the realization that the opportunities for blackmail, for crime, which the law allowed, um, were far um, outweighing any benefit that the law ever gave. So his death was, in that sense, a benefit to the entire gay community in Hong Kong. So John McLennan and his case had a dramatic impact on Hong Kong laws. Off the back of his case, the Law Reform Commission produced a report recommending the decriminalisation of homosexual acts in Hong Kong. The wheels of politics turned slowly, and it wasn't until 1991 that homosexual acts were finally made legal. Yet there is no doubt that John McLennan's case started this movement. We shall never know exactly what happened or what John was thinking that day. To end this story, I asked his friend, Detective Ian Grant, why he thought John did it. Why do you think that finding out that he was going to be arrested affected him so, so much? Well, well, I I think he was a proud guy. Um, he came from the north of Scotland, from a religious family. And this is why I still, um, one of the reasons I'm quite happy to talk, is I still feel quite bitter about the way the whole thing evolved. Um, because John obviously didn't want his family to know about this. Um, even his uh, suicide note, which I verified is um, his writing, this was along the lines of, please tell my parents or something that I was a good police officer. It was just a one or two liner. So that that would he was clearly in turmoil over that weekend. There is no doubt about that because he knew he's got a a, 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 a destiny moment at ten o'clock. And he didn't know. He, he obviously, in hindsight, now he, he knew what he'd done: consensual relationships with some males. He wouldn't have known the extent of it because that was the... So there might have been more that he might have assumed they might have known more. I, I don't know. But the fact is he didn't want that to come out. And of course, what happened afterwards was the opposite. And that the press took this forward and it became one of the biggest things ever. It, it didn't come about John McLennan. But, so what he did, he took his own life and... The reason he did that was to protect his family. This is what I logically think is what's happened here. And unfortunately, that was the opposite effect. I think if he'd known that this was going by shooting himself, it would have caused all the Ferrari afterwards, he probably wouldn't have pulled that trigger.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.